2: It's gonna be the funniest show
3: ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. Money. How much In you gonna mind?
2: And his partner. Finna tap of Stevenson. From Mech Echo City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are gonna blow your mind. <laughs>
3: Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft and Merry Christmas as well because we're in the Christmas season. Uh, Producer John, how are you doing? Producer John? Merry Christmas, Rob. I, I, it still feels funny saying it at
1: this time, I think it's still too early.
3: It's not too early, John. It's not too early at all. If you're watching the video version of this, you can actually see some twinkly lights in the background it's of
1: It's The video version is beautiful. You've got a lovely sunset over Helensburgh there.
3: It's gorgeous, isn't it? Can you just nice. see? It's just beautiful right there. Nice. Nice. Uh, remember, you can only see that if you sign up to the Patreon, so yeah. if you want to see the video version. Uh, no Gredo. Gredo is deep in Panto land. Rave reviews uh, coming out for Gredo's Panto. Uh, Tickets have sold really well Not sure there's many tickets left But um, you know there's, You still get dates after the new year and, they, they, and I always find it weird when they day pantos after Christmas aye, you
1: know? it is weird isn't it Because they're still doing all the Santa banter And they're still doing all the Christmas banter and it just,
3: Did they no change it at all, no?
1: I don't think so, I think that Santa still comes out the end I've went to a pantomime in uh, January And Santa still came out the end I'm like, what is going on here?
3: Aye, aye, it's, it kind of feels like It's depressing and it going to a pantomime in January Aye. Having said that, if you haven't got your tickets yet for Gredo's Panel, get (laughs) your tickets, even if it is for January, because it won't be depressing when our man Gredo is doing it. How are you doing, John? I'm good. I am good. Big news in the wrestling daft front. The live show, big news. The venue is booked. The venue is Mm -hmm. booked and uh are we are we announcing the venue yet or that no, i've I, I playing in the new year i have a meeting with the venue just got a double
1: check that's up to our standards the technical all the technical things are there for us but the venue is looking good I've spoke to the manager it's all sorted meeting in the new year i'll be 100 percent confirmed first week of january and what is that date it is the same day as the Square Go, uh, which I believe is the 27th of February. So get it in the diaries, folks.
3: Get it in your diaries. Uh, Wrestling Daft Live, you want to be in the room for that. Well, history is made all over again. Uh, yes. We would love to see you in the room. So you sign up to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestlingdaft. You're going to get first access to tickets. I think it's going to sell it. I think it's going to sell out in seven seconds. That's... <laughs> Gone in 60 seconds Just like the film With Nicolas Cage in it Have you seen that one Gone in 60 seconds
1: Yeah I like that one
3: actually <sighs> I've never seen it Was uh, Angelina Jolie in it, it Was Angelina, Angelina Jolie right Angelina Jolie Who? Else? Vinny Jones is in it as well Vinny fucking Jones is in it That's it And there's a connection With the wrestling this week Because uh, Vinny Jones famously said It's going to be emotional Remember That's right And this week On AEW uh, William Regal said That he'll be Blackpool Combat club for life Boys, it was emotional. That yeah. was what you said, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can just confirm it's the 26th of February,
1: not the 27th. And February. it's the 26th of
3: February. 26th. 26th of February. So do not... Um, so save the date. We're putting yeah. out a save the date. It's going to be a great show. If you think Wrestling Daft is amazing uh, in audio form, wait until you hear it in audio form. In On a stage. <laughs>
1: Um, what did you make a regal? Um, moving on from. Well, well, we'll talk about that later. Right. We'll talk
3: about that later. First of all, last week, if you listen to last week's show, you'll remember Gary cutting an amazing promo on Gredo, saying that when he worked merch for him, it was a proper shoot. When he worked merch for him, Gredo paid him in coins, but then proceeded to pick out all the £1 coins and £2 coins for that kitty. Well, Gredo listened to last week's show, and, you know, he's a. Uh, you know, he wants to get his work done here, right? So let me just play he's he sent some voice notes. So let me just uh let me just play this. Hopefully you can hear it.
2: I'm denying that. So Bye. first
3: So first of all he says he's denying it, right? First of all he says he's denying it. And Louie did.
2: Here's ago, deal. Eight years ago, I was making £50 a match. So quite possibly I might have took the pound coins, whether I told him to
0: open it his and I picked took the pound coins. You know what, I probably did happen. And when I think about it. I was fucking LNP, peanuts back then. However, what I will say is, I also donated this guy an unworn, never even put my legs in it, leotard for him to dress up as me at Halloween. I do remember that as well, and I will say that you know these days anybody who does my merch, they got a hell of a lot more than coppers.
3: So there you go. So there's, there's the word back for Grado, on that. You know, I want to hear more about that, Gary? Did did he give you? Did after this event happened, did Grado give you one of his uh, one of his leotards, one of his singlets to wear for Halloween? Because that's pretty low. If he did that the kindness of his heart to sort you out for Halloween for you then to come on and cut a promo let's hear back for you mate I want to hear this story continues this is controversial listen controversy creates cash who said that John uh, Bobby Heenan Eric Bischoff oh, right. talking of promos Mark's been in touch and says no quite a promo on US3 but my pal Foxy has always done a cracking Jesse the Body Ventura impression and for some reason sent me this I told him I've got the perfect place to send it it's Jesse the Body Ventura hyping up the world clock let's hear this World Cup, no clop, clip, clit.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, Gary Leinacre, the World Cup is about pain and suffering. I've been to Afghanistan, I've been to Iran, I've been to Cambodia, but Qatar makes those places look like Disneyland. And I'm talking Paris, the gay one. And you see, this is why I'm going for the French for the win. But gotta watch out for the crops, because they're, they're hurting and they're sour. And they're sour than a Reuben on have Avenue, New New York City. The Brazilians have it in their locker, Tony. And I'm sorry, Gary, if that (laughs) was a freestyle diving competition, they'd have a trophy already wrapped up. As for the English, if they start with Harry Maguire, I think they can safely book a table during week two at the Heathrow, Frankie and Benny's. For an early lunch, but knowing McGuire, he'll turn up at GJI Fridays in Glasgow. Argentina still trying to live up to expectations of the great signs of the 1980s, with Messi perhaps one final shot at the prize. But it takes more than one player and skills, Gary. And in the words of the great Diego Armando Maradona, win. If
3: you can lose, if you must, but always cheat. Wow, that's an amazing Jesse the Body Ventura, isn't it? How good is that impression? How good, cracking, by the way. I think that's really, really good. I know, like genuinely. You know what I mean? Like, you get stuff sent in, and then you're kind of like, "Oh, that was good. That was genuinely good." Like when it started playing, I was like, "This is spot on, man." Right. That's brilliant. We need to try and get that guy today some stuff. i I try to think, we'll we need to think of something we can get this yeah, guy today. Yeah, absolutely. Because as far as I'm concerned, he should be our resident, Jesse the Body Insurer. This guy. Fucking brilliant, man. Thanks for sending that in, Mark. And you'll need to, Foxy, we we'll have got to do something here, man, Foxy, because that that is an amazing Jesse the Body Ventura impression. No easy one today, by the way. Shout out to everyone who let us know we were uh, the their top podcast on Spotify Unwrapped and tagged us on it. Keep it going. Keep it going. Inflated egos a wee bit Liam get in touch, says, hi guys listen to the show from the very beginning But never contributed to anything Just want to put John Nightingale And Grant Dunbar For giving me a laugh every week. <laughs> I do 12-hour shifts, and all that usually consists of Wrestling daft and re-listening to all the episodes A couple of standout moments for me was Rab Gone American Oh, that was a great episode, that, wasn't it? That was a mixed response mixed <laughs> yeah, it, mo- <laughs> it wasn't a standout moment for many A great old story about the deed <laughs> The dude guy's jumper, and most recently, the steam train promo. Keep up the good work, guys. Cheers. P.S. Please get the blind guy for the Scots on as a run-in. Fucking hilarious. Big Jamie McDonald was some man. On oh, last week's show, a claim was made that no one except Rab's favourite sweetie was the marshmallow, but MacDowth begs to differ and says, What's this? A wrestling daft episode that's dropped on time? Holy shit, and I marshmallows are the boys. Just picked up this wee tub. And there he is. A man Dow they have a big giant tub.
1: Now, is there a difference between a marshmallow and a flump? Because McDowd set us in a picture, and that is what I would describe as a flump as opposed would... to a marshmallow. Would you still de- class it in the marshmallow family, or would you say that's a separate family,
3: like kind
1: WWE, WCW? There's two different factions. There's the standard marshmallow
3: and the flump. I would say the flump is definitely in the marshmallow family. You know what I mean? But I think it's like it's like a slightly sweetened, a slightly mere, kind of um, pretty but and palatable. Like the uh,
1: NWO of the marshmallow world. No,
3: say. no, I wouldn't even say that. Actually, I would say it's mere. The marshmallow is the NWO, right? Right. Whereas I think the flump is the NWO that was Virgil and uh, Scott <laughs> Norton and know that. You know that one? <laughs> um, still good. But just no, quite uh, no, quite up there. But you know, marshmallows are—I I love every marshmallow, every marshmallow product. See, even the wee tiny marshmallows you get to decorate a cake. Aye, it's so my twins' uh, birthday yesterday, oh, and happy birthday to the girls. Yep, and three years old, and we we're making cakes. Three for them years old. Three years old. Jesus Christ, I remember when they were born. I know we, we
1: did this for three years.
3: I've been mean, doing it for ages, mate, and and um, and we're only now going live for the first time on the 26th or the 27th. Uh, <laughs> Wait, January, February <laughs> Is it February or January? January. February, <laughs> it's February Fuck me. Mm. Uh, uh, Anyway, Brad didn't agree And says marshmallows Is he taking the piss? I don't believe for a second he would pick a marshmallow Or any other sweetie, well you rang me I would pick marshmallows or any other sweetie Even the Haribo We talk a lot about Blobby on this show But let's talk about Orville the Duck for a minute Ian Drew Dice Clay, who we love, points us in the direction Of the Keith Harris Headstone So, right, so let's see you this? Yes. It says on Keith Harris's headstone here, he wished he could fly up to the sky. Now he has, and I have gone with him. It says. So Orville, so is that where Orville is? Because obviously, Orville. like after Keith Harris died, Orville was you know, buried. Orville?
1: Orville was buried with Harris. Is Orville in the coffin room? Aye. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, to, I mean, the, the, you, if you watch the video version and you check our Twitter, you can see the, the I've retweeted this uh, headstone. So there's a picture of Harris on the top left and there's a picture of Orville on the top <laughs> right as well on his gravestone, right? And then also, it leads me to a lot of questions here. What about Cuddles the Monkey? He was the, he was the original Keith Harris puppet. He was the one that brought him to fame, brought him to the forefront, and then Orville came in at the
3: tail end. But he turned heel, didn't he? Cuddles the chimp. He,
1: I he, turn he turned
3: heel because I hate it was that like, duck. it's a classic uh, wrestling storyline. Actually, it's like Keith Harris and uh, Cuddles the chimp gain some prominence. You know what I mean? Like then, Hogan. It's like
1: Hogan. yeah. And
3: then Keith oh. Keith Harris dropped Cuddles the chimp. You know what I mean? And took Orville under his wing, or went under Orville's wing. <laughs> <laughs> and and Cuddles the Chimp hated him for it, you know what I mean, and turned to the dark side as a proper... So why would you? You wouldn't take your fucking mortal enemy into your coffin, where you, John, would you? So, But Cuddles is still obviously at large. And if,
1: well, Orville's gone. Orville's with Harris now, right? So you won't right. see Orville about, but Cuddles and the Monkey is at
3: large. Well, who won? This is the question here. Seeing the big rivalry, right? Seeing that big storyline between Orville and Cuddles the Chimp. Who won? Is it Cuddles the Chimp who's out there running free somewhere? Or is it Orville who is currently... Lying in a coffin beside a cadaver. Don't you? <laughs> Who's the winner in that? There's something else about Keith Harris's gravestone here. If you take a look at it, um, and obviously i you as listen here can't kind of see it, so you'll need to take my word for it or have a Google for it. But in the picture here, so like John said, there's a picture of Keith Harris up the top left. There's a picture of Orville up the top right, but then it says under Orville, Orville Keith Harris. <laughs>
1: So do you think. It doesn't say
3: anything it doesn't say anything under Keith Harris's picture. It doesn't say Keith Harris under Keith Harris's picture and Orville under Orville's picture. Keith Harris has nothing under his picture and under Orville it says Orville Keith Harris. Does
1: that mean that Orville's middle name was Keith and it was Orville Harris? And his, he was named
3: after his. Well, what do you call him? His, fa- his father. His father, Keith. No, I think I think what it looks like to me here, how I would interpret this is, because yeah. it can't just be a mistake. Because surely they would replace the headstone and fix that. Um, so what I'm thinking here is, maybe Keith Harris's soul has went. Maybe the souls have merged. So the souls are together inside Orville's body. And maybe if you go to the afterlife, right? If you were going to the afterlife, with a duck, right? Mm. Then would you choose to stay within your own body in the afterlife, or would you choose for your soul to transfer into the duck's body? The duck has a because the duck can fly. The duck has the freedom of being able to fly.
1: Yeah, but no, know, Orville couldn't fly though. Oh, for fuck's sake! Great enough.
3: Yeah,
1: we wish he could fly right up to the sky, but he can't. And then Keith said, "Wait, wait a minute!
3: He wait a minute! That's the thing, though." Orville believed he couldn't fly, but Keith Harris was the one who always knew he can. I, yeah. you can. I can. <laughs> I wish I could fly Right up to the sky But I can't You can You can, you can. Oh I hate that duck Right <laughs> uh, So anyway Ian Drew Dice-Close says Welcome to Wrestling Daft by the way everybody He says What a horrible insult Burying the duck with him And basically taunting him On his own headstone There's something weird going on By the way Keith Harris uh, By all accounts As far as I know um, Having heard within the industry a uh, sweetheart there guy Thanks to Pablo's Vault of Horror Check him out by the way Wednesday 10pm to midnight on Nova Radio For sending more deep cuts of Macho Man On going live for the BBC Archive Macho Man got a boot didn't he in British Telly That's He says two, two things I learnt Randy Savage's blood is a fatal poison To King Cobras and that young lad Richard has balls of steel Let's have a listen I have bullied at school. Bullied at school? Ooh, wow. You know, see, that happened
0: to me uh, early on by an older kid that did that to me when I was younger, which made me want to do better to defend myself later. And then when I saw other older kids doing it to younger kids, I would step right in and say, brother, you don't want to do that. <laughs> Modern day Robin Hood. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who's picking on who? No one. We're fine here. We're oh, right? not <laughs> calling
2: anyone here. Okay. We're okay, but if we're not, there's a red we'll let light you know. over
0: there. You and me, girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> I <laughs> wouldn't so hit. It, I wouldn't hit nobody with glasses on. That's okay. Oh, fine. I'll just stick with these then. Okay, <laughs> let's go to uh, line
2: three. Who's there? Barry O'Donnell. Barry, what's your question, Barry? Um, my question is, um, is it true that you got bitten by Jake the snake's Snake snake?
3: am mm. just careful. Oh, sorry. That's beautiful, innit? That's the innocence of that question. Is it true that you get bitten by Jacob's snake? Snake. There you go. Why does
1: stop? Why does See
3: that question? There's still people asking that question on like Jericho's cruise and <laughs> that, like grown <laughs> men asking that question. You know what I mean?
0: He's right. 14, really? 14 foot king cobra, right there. But I'll tell you an interesting story. Uh, everybody was worried about me. They rushed me to the hospital, gave me shots because of the venom and all that. But 12 days later, the 14-foot King Cobra Jake the Snake, snake died. <laughs> There's a moral to that story. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yep. Oh, snake, yeah, lucky you, yeah, you would rather me go down. Uh, the Undertaker, say hey, macho, uh, right? No, I'm telling you right now that uh, it shouldn't have bitten me, uh huh. No way, no uh, way. But the amazing thing is that, of course, before the snake bite, Randy's voice was very high, right. and, um,
1: and Soprano,
3: the <laughs> then, <he's had laughs> wow, Walker like in
0: not in considerably beautiful boots, right?
3: This show, see that, see, see, watching that there, that fucking show's better than. In any, any kid's fucking show that's only tele in it. I know. Even her, like even how the way she was like dealing with him and all that. was fucking cracking stuff, man. BBC and its pomp. And it's pomp yeah. Right. Um, so I thanks for that. And and macho man, just what 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 I miss him to this day. I what, miss
1: I mean, what an amazing worker. Like,
3: character all the way, selling the K brilliant. Also in, the, in, in that story, he's also, he's putting her Jake Snake, he's putting her Undertaker, he's getting Undertaker in there. You know what I mean? He's like, he's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. he's just doing the work. Uh, Karate Warrior 2 reckons Jason Cummings whispered in Messi's ear, I did, Pingredo, you're right, mate, after Australia played Argentina in the World Cup.
1: <laughs> did you see this collision of worlds when Jason Cummings was like on the bench and he didn't come on for Australia, but it was, you know, that way where they all come on, they're shaking hands at the end and that,
3: and Cummings just leaned in and grabbed Messi and said something in his ear. I wonder what it was he said. What do you think it was? A uh, good game, mate. Probably, but I I love you, mate, or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. shut up, you wee dick. Some like talking the World Cup. Male wrestling meets football puns. Let's heal them. Jamie says, Iran ran over Austin." I ran. I ran over Austin. Um, Saudi Roddy Piper, France Storm, Denmark Henry. Nah, yeah. Tunis Tunisia. Fuck, that's bad. Sammy Spain, Costa Rico, Cro- Croatia Samuels, <laughs> and Bianca Belgium. Mick says, Honky Tonk Man Marking <laughs> Hell in a Cellhurst Park. Jordy says, Hulkamaniac, Crington Stanley. That's good. That Hulkamaniac, Crington Stanley is a good one. Um, I'm not reading these out, John. I'm not reading these out. I'm going to pick some of my faves. Um Scotch Pie Risk Maneuver. Um, uh, Aberdeen Ambrose. I quite like that. Um, Man United DiBiase um, they're, they're from Mick. They're for Mick, they won. Stone Cold, Steve Davis. No. Nah. Mm, center mid punk for Craig. That's all right. Mm. <laughs> Peter says Bobby Sandsman. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Sands, man. That's good. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling-related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook. or email us at Daft at gmail.com. Woo! Now, John, I feel like I've not spoken to you about Harry's very much. I'm always speaking to Grado about it, but yeah. I don't want you laboring under the misconception that Harry's isn't, you know, as as just a razor company, because it's, it's more than that. They're going to revamp your whole routine. John, you know your routine that you go through every day before you go and do your work for George Bowie? You want to to look good for George, right? I do. So, close shaves, flake-free hair, all the stuff you need. Clear, healthy skin, all the stuff George Bowie demands. Harry's is going to sort you out with that. And we're giving all the punters out there listening to this a chance to try out this skincare range with a freebie. A trial set. What's in this trial set? Well, of course, you get your expertly engineered weighted handle and a one-five blade cartridge crafted by artisans. This is a beautiful, beautiful razor. Made in a German factory. Precision trimmers. Efficiency. Handy foaming shave gel for effective lubrication. And me and Gredo have spoken at length about the quality of this shave gel. And I am not just doing this because it's a marketing thing. It's the best shave gel I've ever used. Travel blade cover as well for life's adventures if you want to be cutting about the tune. And you also get a free hydrating night lotion. This is the thing we're talking about with the skincare. This hydration, this hydrating lotion It's going to brighten up your tired looking skin. It's going to sink in quickly. It's going to leave no greasy residue. Best of all, you keep using it. It's going to help your skin maintain its moisture, leaving it looking clear, healthy and restored. And it comes with your trial set. And listen, see when this wee trial set pops in your door, by the way, John, you've had a couple come in, haven't you? I've, I, you know, I've used Harry's
1: a lot. Anytime time I shave, because um, we've had a couple of trial sets, in to the McAnally household, and anytime time I shave the old neck beard, because I leave a wee bit, of, leave a wee bit of growth on my face, but I'd shave the neck beard with the Harry's, and it is brilliant. And you know what? I love the smell of it. Love the smell of it.
3: it. Smells like a premium product, doesn't it? You know what I mean? You open up that wee box. I like the packaging as well. I like how simple the packaging is. How waste-free the packaging is. Open up that wee box. Getting, you've got your weighted razor in there. Feels nice in the hand. Love the wee razors. Get the shaving foam on. Any excuse to shave to get that shaving foam on. I just really enjoy uh, shaving with that stuff. And the lotion. Not a lotion guy. I need to be honest. I'm not a big lotion guy, but I have tried this lotion, and I do think it's made a bit of a difference. And believe me, when you've got as many kids as I've got, you need as much skin help as you can get because you're you're in the trenches. Let me tell you. So make sure to support. Wrestling Daft Start your own Skincare journey By redeeming a free Harry's trial set Free All you cover is £3.95 For your delivery Just head to harrys.com Forward slash Wrestling Daft And have your trial set And your free night lotion Delivered to your door Get it in for Christmas So you're looking fresh At the Christmas table That's harrys.com Forward slash Wrestling Daft
1: If this week in wrestling
3: was a box of celebrations, what would be the bounty? The delicious bounty? Do you think that the the bounty's been voted out? Have you seen this? Come on, that's a work. It's a work. Saying that people hate bounties. I don't believe it. You can buy tubs without bounties now. I know you can buy a tub without bounties, but it's a work, John. It's a work. Who doesn't like a delicious bounty? i like a bounty i like
1: i like and i have a very specific way of eating a bounty which is the only chocolate bar eating a specific way I
3: no you nibble up, all the chocolate off.
1: take off the other chocolate straight to the and leave the coconut bit and then gob the coconut
3: oh aye that's how you go to do it you go to do it that way huh. um I
1: love, I love listen i love crunchies
3: man crunchies i love a crunchy
1: Is that in celebrations? Is the crunchy in Celebrations? I don't think it is in celebrations. That's in the other one. What's Heroes or something, maybe? Heroes. The crunchies isn't the the Heroes. Aye. Would you take a Heroes or celebrations?
3: I think I'd take a Heroes, maybe.
1: Heroes? What's in a Heroes? So the twirl's in the Heroes, isn't it?
3: A Snickers isn't a Heroes, I think.
1: No, Celebration Snickers in the... Oh, Mar- is it? it Malti- you're going to get the Malteser, you're going to get the Snickers, you're going to get the Mars, you're going to get the Galaxy in the celebration, you're going to get the Bounty in the Celebrations, and the Heroes, you're going to get the likes of the Twirl, you're going to get the likes of the Crunchy. What else the Cadbury's do? You're going to get the, the Cadbury's Chocolate. Um, that's what you're you're looking at in the oh, heroes. I kind of choose,
3: man, I can't choose. I can't choose. Anyway, let's bury and put our stuff for wrestling, mm-hmm. John. Let's bury and put our stuff right. for wrestling. So okay. a lot going on this week. There was a lot going on this week. I want to put our Ricky Starks. Um had his moment in the ring with MGF and looked up to the task. Great promo and all that. Do you see this, John?
1: Oh, he reminds me, and and Rab, you you were first to flag this up, it was like he reminds me so much of a rock. See the way he delivers a promo and the way he kind of carries himself in the ring when he was doing that back and forth with MGF. Aye. Very, very rock-esque, um, the way he delivered and the way he kind of went about. But brilliant, really, really good. Just went, called out MJF and everything, you know, the whole hanging fruit stuff and all that brilliant stuff.
3: I have earmarked him for the get-go as a, yes, as a total star. Um, and I think, you know... It. Oh, but it's, it's interesting the fact that Regal. We'll talk about Regal as well. Um. It's interesting the fact that Regal is going to go now back to WWE. And do you think Triple H has got to say to Regal, right? Who, who do, who should we be pursuing for AEW? You think that's going to happen?
1: I well, I would think so. I would think. So. I mean, Regal is going to know. Over it's almost like he's went in to kind of do a scouting mission and then come <laughs> come back, isn't it? It's like. Aye. It's
3: uh, an interesting one. It's well, an interesting aye. one.
1: Yeah, I I think well, Rigo we know who he's gonna go for. I mean, I'm sure WWE have got names that they would like to have. I mean, MGF's the obvious one that any company in the world would want that. I'm sur- I would imagine Triple H would love to have FTR back in. Um he was a big fan of them. Uh just thinking the names over there,
3: I, I think he's quite tight with Jericho, isn't he? Triple H. I I I mean, I've s i have I said that before. Um, why Jericho's done in WWE. Yeah. You know, I said that before. He'll be back for a final run, I think, um, in WWE, and I would love to see. You know, I'd love to see Jericho mixing it up with Kevin Owens again. You know what I mean? I think they've, get, they've got they've a great history, and um, you know, we're really happy to see. But I think, you know, if I'm a WWE, I'm one. Obviously, I want MGF. Weirdly, weirdly, I wonder if the smart play for WWE is to wait a wee bit longer with MGF because I think MGF can, you know, can get stronger and consolidate his position. You know what I mean at mm-hmm. AEW. Um, for yep. a wee while longer before he goes But if I'm WWE, I'm wanting uh, MJF ultimately I'm wanting Ricky Starks
1: Yeah, I'm
3: wanting Jade Cargill And I'm wanting Moxley back Yeah I mean, And he's another one who will ultimately end up Back at WWE without a shadow of doubt Moxley yeah without a shadow yeah. of doubt It's going to um, be
1: interesting, see, I mean we've had it obviously with Cody The first one going from AEW To WWE W E. The one other thing I'd like to bury this week is, again, we've seen Trent Sevens uh, sign for AEW now. He did make a yeah. debut against uh, Orange Cassidy. Um, but it's like they're just signing too many wrestlers. I mean, this there's, there's, every other week they're signing someone else and it's just the roster is so huge now. You know, it's like it's it's like Tony cans went into a toy shop with a load of money and just bought everything he can possibly can. He's not getting a chance to play with it all. You know what I mean?
3: Why are they... why why are they still bringing in guys and guys like Miro are sitting out?
1: Exactly. I mean, when was the last time you saw Miro on the? On the t- I believe he's been doing stuff in Hollywood.
3: Um, in fairness, but. I mean, he's
1: all that God stuff he was doing was fucking brilliant.
3: There's a lack of consistency in EEW. There's too many. I admire it a wee bit, the fact that they don't put the same show on every week and they don't put the same guys out every week. I admire that to an extent. But also I do think they have a bit of an issue where it's like they leave guys people people lose visibility. Like certain performers kind of they have a bit of momentum behind them and then they, they go invisible for a few weeks.
1: Well i it's so like um like Matt Hardy popped up the other, other um week weekly, and i was like oh fucking Matt, i forgot my Hardy's still there but no. like i'm honestly i've just went on the wikipedia the aws men's roster is like schindler's list man it like is massive jesus christopher daniels is he still there i don't i don't know if he is because he was involved in that situation wasn't he like just looking down evil oh no, dark order what's going on with them fugo del will solve like
3: just I, I just want you in the wake oh. of the um Kanye West and Kyrie Irving situation, just distanced myself for your Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, look, I mean, it's... Oh, it, it, it bothers me a wee bit. Let's see what the punters are saying. Bronze Cello wants to put to our MJF and Regal segment last week and the video of Seth Rollins interacting with the wee guy dressed up as him at the house show all the weekend. That was beautiful. Did you see that? Jim? It
1: was lovely. and It I, was beautiful, wasn't it? It was like... I, I love Seth. I think, you know, when we're going we're to talk about on the list of wrestling Daff. we're talking about the greatest moments of uh, 2022 in a bit. But when we get to the wrestler, uh, male wrestler of the year, Seth Rollins has got to be in the mix for it. He's had a great year. An absolutely great year. And he's, he's organically turned himself... I think it's a lot to his entrance, uh, to be fair, but he's organically kind of turned himself into this real, really likeable heel.
3: He has become... He's transformed himself into the type of character that you would have, and the type of performer that you would have seen. See what we're talking about there about Macho Man Randy Savage and about the glory days of that. You know that the big bold characters. He's turned himself into a guy that would have slotted in to that world. Yeah, you know what I mean. Guy, yeah, he's got that. He's got that heightened kind of cartoonish character now. Um, that I think he's really good at playing actually. And yeah, in the ring, he can he can fucking go it. Like, like anybody as well as fucking anybody out there. Yeah. Anybody out there, know, you know what I mean? And I he's definitely a shout, but also he just that is a that was a beautiful moment and I think you can tell a lot about um he, he's probably changed as well because he's a new father as well. And he's probably yeah. his interactions with kids at ringside um is probably different now, you know, because you do change when you have wins. you do start to kind of go, I fucking love wins. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> um <laughs> so he so I mean fair play to him. Uh, Stevie wants to put over uh, The Scott series too That's nice Outstanding stuff Robbie says Very kindly Stevie Back on the wrestling side The New Day appearing on NXT Was a nice surprise There was a weird reaction To that as well wasn't there As if they'd been demoted But you know As if people haven't learned by now That it's no demotion When you know, one of these, you know, superstars for the Raw for and SmackDown go to NXT. It's just it's ha- it's happening more and more. And I guess it helps the brand.
1: I mean, that's what Shawn Michaels is obviously in charge of things over there. And, um, you know, he's been using some of the
3: guys down mm-hmm. there.
1: Well, why not? You know, he gets eyes on the brand.
3: They were kind of needing a wee, just a wee something different today as well. So I'm yeah. sure they'll be enjoying it. The Stephen Wanstead, Berry, the Blackpool Combat Club, Jericho Appreciation Society feud that's still carrying on. Um, really, my boy, Claudio. Windsor, ring on a belt for Jericho, and finally everybody can move on for you. So He's wanting that to be over and done with Mash says TLC. But, me,
1: before I move on, can I also put in Stevie because Stevie moaned at me last week for not reading out his uh, football puns? So he's gone for the under penalty taker. He's gone for the Gary headlock. Gary Lock, obviously, and mm-hmm. spinning overhead kick. So that's Stevie's puns there.
3: <laughs> well, that was worth moaning about, wasn't it, Stevie? Right? Big Mash says <laughs> TLC. Matches for 20 years ago, um, these matches shorten careers. bar d Devon are still gone. <laughs> that's a deep cut, that's there. true. Match. That's <laughs> true, though. one. that's like, oh, that these is? matches are short in careers, they're fucking still kicking, you know what I mean. Um, tell me, Stevie, what was the first one that Stevie did? He's football puns again, the under penalty taker. Quite like that one actually right, yeah. Beppe says Barry house of black what's the point and I'm just moody goth sulking about and speaking in shite riddles get rid of see to be honest with you see the fucking speaking in riddles carry on it has to fucking end it is not a sufficient replacement for um, good character work um, Beppe is wanting to put over the imminent return of Cody Rhodes he's putting over something that's not even fucking happened yet. <laughs> he's been a big mess since he's injured and I can't wait to see him get stuck back into things shortly. Spray paint Scott wants to bury Grado after last week's promo. Poor guy standing there getting coins picked out his horn. <laughs> Can well, I just say this the, is rumbling on. On the Aye, Cody sorry, thing
1: man. as well, like, going back to the Cody thing rap, see, the WWE, do you not think they might be in a really kind of awkward position similar to what they were when the Daniel Bryan thing happened? Because Cody will want to come back and like people will obviously be excited for it and want to see him take the title and what have you. But on the other hand, Sammy's kind of grown at the other side. And people are like Daniel, when the Daniel Bryan thing. People might want the belt on Sammy. So if Cody was to have that moment of winning the Rumble, he might get booed potentially. Because if, if it comes down to him and Sammy, or Sammy's in the last three and Cody wins... They might not get that really big moment they're looking at for Cody.
3: I mean, I would be super shocked um, if they did the wrong thing here. They've been playing the Sami Zayn storyline so well that I'd be shocked if they did the wrong thing. Um... I don't think it's necessarily stuck on as a a dead cert. I did think in the past that it was a dead cert that Cody would come back during the Rumble. I don't think it's necessarily a dead cert. now. you know what I mean? I don't think there's any need to rush him back at the minute, to be honest. Mm. But we'll we'll see. Um, If he does come back... It's it's an interesting one because... um, Oh, God. I mean, there's two belts, is what I would say. There's two belts. So it's whether they... It's whether they try and I mean, how does that even work? How does it work? By the way, now, like, do you have a shot at one of the belts or both the belts?
1: They could they do almost like that 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 kind of angle. I mean, I know
3: it's I know it's an undisputed title, the right. Yeah. But is is that a constant now? Because he's still carrying both belts, right?
1: No, it's not. It's not officially been discussed as undisputed yet. So could they do a way at WrestleMania where it's a triple threat, Reigns, Cody and Sammy, and then Reigns gets both belts taken from him. Like the, you know, it's like the first fall gets universal, the second fall gets the WWE championship. And there's a way that Reigns ends up losing both belts at Mania with both Cody and Sammy standing there at the end with the belts above their heads.
3: I think that's I think that's a distinct possibility. I think it's it could also be a possibility. Would would people be against um Roman Reigns versus Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn at, rest, at Royal Rumble Reigns versus Sami Zayn at Royal Rumble for one of the belts
1: I, could they turn they, that round I, I want to see the moment when it's Sami and Roman left in the ring in to, the Rumble in the Rumble and it's the two I want to see that but is Roman going to? Roman won't be in the Rumble though well he or did he? Well, I mean Brog did didn't he defend the title and then went into the Rumble as well didn't he did that
3: happen and Roman did that last year as well did he not I no, maybe you're right it's interesting; it could go so many ways. Mm-hmm. But all you need to do is all you need to do is split the belts. You know what I mean? You could have one on Sami Zayn and Cody, like you said, which would be because I kind of feel to break down that character of the tribal chief who carries the two belts and maybe they can get them off them, it's not good enough taking one belt off them. Both belts have what to come off them. I think after only two different people or to a new undisputed champion. But I think it's more likely they'll split the belts again. You know what I mean? See what we we'll see. See what be
1: the ultimate moment, right? The ultimate moment that Roman looks like he's got to retain both belts. The rock rock comes down. People elbows Roman or does whatever to Roman. Rock bottoms him at WrestleMania. And then the last uh, sequence is the rock holding both Sammy and Cody's arm up at the end. Roman's just lying
3: there. What what an image. There's so many paths you could go, isn't there? Yeah, I know. It's it's good, though. It's good. But what a moment it would be, by the way, if it was Roman... If it was the whole bloodline and Sammy Zayn all done there and the Royal Rumble, right? Mm-hmm. And and they're all kind of saying to Sammy, get out. You get out. You get out. And Sammy's like, oh, no sure what to do. And then fucking Cody's music plays and comes in. You know what I mean? That would be fucking awesome, though. You know what I mean? That, that that's so the kind of why they need to build the story. They need to build the story that Cody comes to Sammy's aid. Do you know what I mean? Or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, here's the thing about Cody Rhodes coming back and I'm no joking here, I think I said this last week, I would happily see Cody just wrestling Seth Rollins again at Wrestlemania like seriously, yeah. so I don't think you necessarily need to put him back in that picture. Anyway, we'll That's talk true. about this yeah. uh, in a minute because we're coming to our list of wrestling daft. <laughs>
1: Rab, I love my beers and I'm delighted to see it. Beer 52 are once again back on Wrestling Daft and we can sort you out with free beer and also you can help the environment, right? And that's what you want to be doing. You just simply have to cover $5.95 for postage and Beer 52 are great. Send you 10 free beers and uh, you can claim the offer you'll be supporting some awesome environmental charities because they put back in as well. So if you want to get involved in this offer, beer52.com forward slash staff, beer52.com forward slash staff The claim you pack of 10 free beers. And every month, Beer52 sends a member a different case of specifically created craft beer. They go all around the world creating this beers, picking out lovely beer. That'd be a great job, wouldn't it? For me, going around the world and drinking beer and bringing it back and putting it in a box and sending it out to people. That,
3: like, a beer, like a beer Santa.
1: Like a beer Santa. That would be amazing. I'd love to do that. Um, and um, this month, the Restore Our Earth case focuses on an environmental conversations. So not only are you going to be getting great beer, you're going to be helping the environment as well. That's what we're talking about. They partnered with a garden brewery from Croatia and also teamed up with 10 innovative breweries from 10 countries to wash 10 exclusive collaboration beers so you're going to get lots of great beer uh, from across the world like I say and also included in every case of Beer 52 you're going to get the Ferment Magazine and a couple of tasty snacks Um, you always get like wee peanuts or wee beer bites just something that goes really nice with the beer so get involved with that you can get a case like I say beer52.com forward slash daft and you'll be able to simply pause or cancel um, at any time if you do subscribe to it I've got to say the Restore Our Earth case which we've been talking about which is going out this month aims to draw attention to some incredible organisation working to tackle climate crisis and conserve essential ecosystems. So between them, BF52 and the Grand Garden Brewery they've already contributed 20 grand to the cause with the help of Tithe and an environmental charity who are doing amazing work to advocate and provide a platform for organisations doing the most to save our planet. So by getting the case this month you're going to help the environment, you're going to get some great beer to drink with the collaborations that are going on there and you're going to get it all for NADA, just the 5 95 for the postage and packaging and you want to do that by hitting
3: up beer52.com forward slash daft. You just made the list! On the run up to the end of the year, we thought we'd take a look at the best of 2022 and this week is the best moments from... The year, right? So best moments from the year wrestling-wise for me. My number three, John, I'll just hit them right away, is, and I've been thinking about this a lot, my number three... is Rhea Ripley untying that guy's laces. <laughs> uh, and genuinely, that is genuinely my, my number three moment because oh, yeah. it, it's a moment that's no even really... It's an unplanned... Unscripted, improvised, ad-libbed moment, in, in a game and a business now where you see less and less of them, it's completely in character. It's so witty. It's a such a witty thing do. It's such a heelish thing today. Um, it, you know, it goes viral, and it's one of the things that goes viral, and you appreciate it just for its just for the details. Of it, you know what I mean? And this was something that she did that could easily be missed. It's just like such a such an intimate moment of heelish behaviour. I love that stuff, man. It's something that could have happened in, you know, it could have it could have happened in a fucking town hall somewhere. It could have happened in Claybank Town Hall. You know what I mean? Yeah. A heel day in that. And and there in the was somebody doing it um on on the big show. And I just thought that's what wrestling's all about to me. See that that's what being a wrestler and being a heel is all about to me. Number two <laughs> moment of the year for me uh, has to be that CM Punk fucking press conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That CM Punk press conference was. Uh, we're in wrestling, right? We, we're in wrestling. We're in the, the game out of watching wrestling and the wrestling fandom, right? Because it's not just about we enjoy watching good wrestling matches and all that. It's not just that. It's no just because we love the promos and the characters and the entrance music and the, the pomp and circumstance and all that. We love the fucking drama. We love the drama. We love the the backstage gossip. We love, you know, see, and that that was like the ultimate. It was like like a fucking like you know, like a cafe media fucking shoot hang happening right there. In front of you is like fucking live. Tony Khan's reactions and all that. I was going, is that real and all that? And then all the fallout and and fucking animals getting hurt and fucking people getting bitten and all that. It's like it was brilliant, man. It made you kind of go, this is. And I know people going, it's shameful, it's this and all that. But it's also kind of weirdly kind of what wrestling's all about as well. And it? it's like people fucking trashing each other and people. I love, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great, you know, no great. How do I put it? It's just like. Just a standout moment, just a historic moment. And with all the backstory that CM Punk has had and everybody going, oh, can he be one of the boys now? And no, no, And everybody kind of going, oh, he's fucking still an asshole now. It was great, man. It was brilliant. What? I loved it. My number one moment of the year, though. And I gave this a, a great deal of thought because I was thinking, because there's a lot I've enjoyed this year, wrestling-wise. But I don't think anything... Can match and I took personal stuff out of it as well because obviously you know seeing my niece fucking appear on NXT like that, yeah. you know, that was amazing. But for me, the number one moment this year in wrestling was was Cody walking out with that big fucking bruise on his chest. Oh, that 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 was Cody walking out with that bruise on his chest. You know, I said it in the episode after that match was on. I was like, this is fucking historic. Stuff Like, people will be watching this match in this moment for decades to come. This is... Talk about what wrestling's all about, man. That's what fucking wrestling's all about, man. Cody walking out and working through that and making that party's performance and party's persona and knowing how it was going to be received and all that. It was just a fucking magic moment for the minute he walked out. For the minute, you know, Seth was out wearing that dusty road stuff, and then he comes out wearing that. I was just like, this is the fucking. I love wrestling, man. I fucking love wrestling. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all about when it comes to your best moments. It's got to be one that makes you think you love wrestling. You know what I mean? Mm. What about you, And you loved in particular? Grado versus the wrestle zone
1: promoter over the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> more, more that of was the great.
3: Moment of the year. That was great. Punters. Paul, the very first time the words feeling usy were uttered. <laughs> Dave says Vince's retirement tweet in the aftermath of the rumours of brought walking out before Smackdown. God, that was dramatic. How can you,
1: I mean, I can't believe, it, obviously, that we've
3: not even discussed. Vince retired this year? Fuck! But it's not a best moment, is it? I know, but it's just like, what a moment. What a year, time. I know, right. I know. Scott says the punk scrum, there we go, was definitely the moment of the year. MJF leaving with his champs fucking out, baby, is a close second, <laughs> that was great. MJF again and third we fire me, You fucking mark. MJF <laughs> had a great... Yeah. Steven says the only answer that's correct is Sami Zayn And saying that Jay hasn't been feeling Usse for having everybody corpse in Bret Britain character I'm sure both Rob and Grey don't know all about that With a the year they've had Steve says MJF's post-double-or-nothing bomb promo and Dynamite calling Tony Khan your fucking mark Another one for MJF Beppe says Kenny Omega getting healthy and coming back Looking better than ever The rise of Jamie Hayter and Rhea Ripley Two of the best female talents to come alone in years Everyone finally realising how much a prick CM Punk is. Chris <laughs> says, the MJF Media Scrum owns a business. Tune in every Wednesday to see me. Absolute great business. That was great. You know what I mean? That was great. Fraser says, although it was in a match, the sight of Eddie Kingston walking to the ring, bloodied, battered, and with that gas can in hand was a moment of the year for me. Dax Harwood saying he'll fight like a girl he's own was great too. That was a beautiful moment. There. So much good stuff. There's just so many wrestlers now, I think, out there that are just so fucking smart and sophisticated with our promos and their psychology and all that, I think it's a good time Um, Bearded Bruno says this year has been a year of Sami Zayn, he's made my year in wrestling 100% Jamie says that media scrum was CM Punk, (laughs) Cody's return to WWE gave me goosebumps, hearing the theme he used in AEW and a WWE arena was absolutely awesome, Sean says Triple H running WWE and making it watchable again and Cody being the biggest jump from either company, Daniel says it's got to be Cody showing up at Mania and Paul says, nothing even comes close. Been on the matches, moment of the year. <laughs> let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Unbelievable. Woo! Right, now, this is my time to tell you. New is the time. New is absolutely the time. We know we've been telling you for, you know, years now, right? But uh, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Now is when you want to sign up. Because the show is coming On the 26th of February The show is coming live And there'll be limited tickets So you want to be on that Patreon To get first access to those tickets Also, it's the time of year Where we have uh, the Wrestling Daft Run and Rumble That's coming up soon If you want involved in the Run and Rumble Which is always a treat I love that Uh, One of my favourite times of the year then you need to go on the Patreon to get involved with that as well. Jump on the Discord, chat with everybody, get part of the community. Uh, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft is where you need to be. And get a wee donation in. And you also help us just continue to do the show, which is what it's all about. Um, I think we're going to go from strength to strength when we, once we go live. I've just got a feeling. And while uh, you're on the internet, why not get a wrestling daft t shirt? shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft, and then you can turn up at the live show in February looking like a total mark. <laughs> Well, John, I know you have to dash off to your daughter's Christmas uh, concert hang.
1: Yeah, oh, it's a dance show, so I've got to sit through for what, a couple. one dance, I think she's doing, and she's doing the one at the end, and you've got to watch other people's wings dance for two hours. It's just a bit, and I'm missing the Falkirk game. Falkirk are playing the night, and I was invited to hospitality. But that's how much I love my daughter. How I'm do Falkirk?
3: How do Falkirk play at nights? Do they have lights in the stadium and stuff? Or they, they got big lights yeah. on it? Yeah, yeah, I got lights
1: in the stadium, so it's good. It's good. It does well. Um, but I, right, so I'm off to the dance. So what have you got planned for the week, Rab?
3: Uh, no, I'm just going to take it easy now. Get the get mere Christmas decorations up. Get things sorted. Do Take it easy. Enjoy myself. I might watch the thing about Harry and Meghan the night on Netflix.
1: Are you, uh, oh, oh, that listen talk about wrestling. That's got a lot. Because that's like a shoot
3: promo, right? I'm like that a shoot stuff.
1: promo. a shoot on the royal family.
3: Remember as well if you're into Falkirk, remember to check out Falkirk Daft wow. uh, John's podcast as well. And, and Queen of the New year, year Hogmanay
1: and the Scots, so which is listen, still continues.
3: Let, Continue to watch the Scots Please spread the word Watch it on iPlayer uh, Lots of wrestling jokes in it Lots of Warhammer jokes as well If you're into that <laughs> And also I will say Queen of the New Year at Hugman A Don't make any plans uh, Stay in at Hugman A And watch Queen of the New Year Because I'm, I'm telling you I'm no joking uh, There's a sketch in that's It's one of my favourite sketches of all time I, I, I Absolutely fucking dying rolling, Have you seen it We've we we, we talked and, about it, hadn't he it But have you seen it back of yet the, Friend of the show Chris is in it So you need to You need to check yeah. it out it's, it's a fucking belter Right up the road now, John, it is yourself, as Greedo would say.
1: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?